0: So uh, we are going to receive Pastor Jackson Kehua and Jackson Kehua. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God, I Amen. We shall not even sing a song. Let him just come and take over. We are trying to redeem
1: time. Amen. Amen.
0: Praise the name of the Lord. You can be
1: seated for
0: a while. As I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus this morning. Oh, It's already afternoon. Amen. So uh, we thank the Lord very much for his grace. and for his mercy. Uh, it's certainly very difficult to... Uh, Maybe I'll say like Brother Guadaro
1: said. No, you'll
0: excuse me if I take you
1: back. No, after,
0: after such a powerful meeting.
1: Uh, now,
0: and uh, I, I hate commenting on another minister's uh, meeting.
1: No, I'm be because
0: I'm afraid that I would be... Maybe misrepresent his thoughts.
1: But I'll, I'll, I, I feel like
0: saying something about that
1: meeting. And
0: that message. Now, and I'm, I'm glad the brother
1: is here. Now, uh, I
0: want to say That what our brother taught is what we believe. Now, I was saying in my message
1: yesterday
0: that some people think that we are just fanatics. We
1: just
0: like making a lot of noise and, and jumping around and rolling around on the floor. They think we don't, we, we don't study the
1: message. See?
0: We have studied the message. We are saying things that have a, a solid foundation.
1: See? And all
0: that is in the message. As our brother said, that if some of the things that he was saying are above you, In other words, you do not comprehend it. You don't understand it. Study the message. It is there. There are some of the things that sound great and big that are in the message. But let me ask you, The prophet said in this message called the spoken word is the original seed. He said, The word is in the bride. It's just waiting for what? For the rain. There are three kinds of seeds that have been sown in the world. You know, the people think that the message is just like another church that you join. Some people come to the message, they, f- they follow it for some time, and then you find they fall and go back to denominations. So, and they continue. No, it's, and they, they think, oh, it's, it's another church. Just like any other church. The message is not like any other church. Brother Branham taught in 1962 when the revival was over there was a great revival a worldwide revival that was felt also here in East Africa. Some of you old timers know If
1: there is
0: anybody old enough to to have tested it. And but even if you haven't tested it, you could have read about it in history. And it 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 struck the world from 1948 to 1958. And yeah, they took 10 uh, uh, yeah. It was there in those years, those 10 years. <inaudible> and the prophet explained <inaudible> in that time that there are three. What was there? <inaudible> that revival <inaudible> was a teaching revival, <inaudible> it was a sowing revival. <inaudible> <inaudible> And there was three kinds of seeds that were sown. One seed was the denominational seed. The evangelical seed. The Tukutendereza seed fell in that category. Then there was the Pentecostal seed. And then there was the word seed. See? Now the head planter, the head planter that was planting the denomination, the evangelical seed, was identified to be Billy Graham. You may not have seen bill graham here but that seed was in the preachers that were preaching the tukutendereza revival here in east africa that was the seed that was being planted then at the same time there was the pentecostal seed the head planter of the Pentecostal seed. Oro robots. You may not have seen Ora robots here. But there were mighty preachers, mighty Pentecostal preachers. That got the spark from him and they were spreading it. And then there was the word seed. And those seeds, Brother Branham explained, that they had to stay in the ground in the hearts of the people until the time of the harvest. Then there is going to be a harvest rain. Now, you may not, you may wonder, how could it have been sown? And it was a planting seed. (laughs) And most of us were not even born during that time. No, it doesn't matter. Even if we were not there. But that seed seed was there in the world. Now, because we were not there. When the harvest rain comes. It will be twofold. It will be a teaching rain. And the harvest rain also. The two rains will fall together. Because we have to understand those things. Those things. Blessed be the name of the Lord.
1: Let me
0: ask you something else. Now, we know, in the message of the rapture, we know that the 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 uh, we know that the prophet said. Uh, Just like it says in the Bible That the law This is how the rapture is going to happen That the Lord himself 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 The Lord himself Shall descend from heaven With a shout Now What was the shout? The shout is this message, so if the shout is this message, then who shouted it? Was it Brother Branham? Because first Thessalonians says the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and then we see the message so who shouted it? it was the Lord himself so if the Lord himself has come from heaven with a shout he will not shout in heaven He shall shout when he is coming down. So when the brother says that the Lord is here, it's obvious. He shouted when he was coming down. So the Lord is here. And when the Lord is here, and the shout, we have the shout, the shout has sown the seed. Now what's remaining? There shall come harvest rain. Now if the coming of the Lord is so near, then there has to be a rain. And this is the rain. This is what we we are teaching. Amen. It will be a teaching rain <inaudible> and a harvest rain. <inaudible> the people have to understand those things. <inaudible> Blessed Amen. be the name of the Lord. <inaudible> and the Lord is going to make this word to live. <inaudible> the spirit of God is here. <inaudible> and is here to make the word live. <inaudible> now listen. <inaudible> the reason why it is so great. And, and it's so wonderful to, be, to believe this message. Such that I'm telling you that it's not an ordinary thing. The message is peculiar. <laughs> See? It is not given to everybody. Listen, you may have you may have a call. Or rather, you may hear people telling you in the denominations and other Christians telling you the Lord called me. The Lord called me. The Bible says, many are called. But few are Now, the calling. There are two types of calling. Let me um Give uh, an allegory that may make it clear. We are in a school. If the headmaster or somebody wants to call the students to get into the class, they ring a bell. So when the bell rings, then people know they have been called. That's one type of calling. But there is another type of calling. The headmaster may call you by name. So and so. Now that is not a bell. That is specific for you. He has something special for you. So in this message, it is not a bell. It is a calling by name. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. That is why it is so great. That is why it is so wonderful. That is why it is so special to believe this message. You would be most foolish if you would believe this message, and then you fall away again. You may not understand it, but you must believe it. Amen. mean, you may not comprehend why you are being called, but there is something so special. Amen. Anyway, I don't want to. Let me not. Uh, Go deep. The Kanta Sahari. Otherwise, as I said, I may spoil the meaning. <laughs> but, but it was, was so, so exciting.
1: exciting. Just, to show you,
0: just to show you
1: what
0: a special thing this is. What a great thing it is. And I'm, I'm happy the way he was pointing. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? I loved it that way. I wish he could have pointed to each one of us. Because it's a calling by not a bell. Now you must believe it. Because this is a harvest rain and a teaching rain. Remember this. During the time of John Wesley, I don't know how many of you know this. Do you know that in the time of John Wesley, the Holy Ghost tried to come into the people? Do you know that? Let me repeat again. During the time of John Wesley, because of people being one with God, doing the will of God, God is happy with them. God, The Holy Ghost tried to come into the people. Now, they did not understand it. So what they did, they had a drum of water. In the church. So when the Holy Ghost tries to get in the people because they don't know what it is, they fill a bucket with water and pour on the people because they think they are going mad. And people come back to their senses and they quench the Holy Ghost. You see. The Holy Holy Ghost cannot force itself into you. God bless you, brother. I wish I could have been been able to embrace you. Congratulate you. For receiving the Holy Ghost. In these meetings. Amen. Now, I'm saying. That the Holy Ghost. You have got to, to believe it. You have got to accept it. If you refuse it, it will act the way it acted in the time of John Wesley. They refused it because they did not know what it is. And they called it madness. So it left them. And it waited for 250 years. Until the Pentecostals saw it. When it came into them. At first they were also scared of it. Then then. The messenger Simon. Was sent to the Pentecostals. He explained it to them. This is the fulfillment of Acts 2:38. And when they embraced it, the Holy Ghost really came in. And it got established. So what I'm saying is that you have got to understand the message. You have got to accept the Holy Ghost. It will not force itself on you. You've got to want it. And you've got to believe it. And seek for it. See? Because God does not deal with us as robots. You have got to accept it. See? Blessed be the name of the Lord. And we must believe it at this time. And we must accept it. Don't be afraid of it. It will take us to heaven.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Now, and this afternoon, I want to read in the book of uh, Luke. Luke chapter 10, from
1: chapter verse 17 to 20.
0: Before we read, let's pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your presence. Thank you for being kind to us. Thank you for honoring our meeting and being. Uh, among us in such a powerful way. Thank you for filling one brother with the Holy Ghost. We know that you have you have done other things, Lord. That we may it may not be in our knowledge right now.
1: But the
0: Lord cannot the Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever.
1: And you cannot be among the people and
0: not help them. You are compassionate
1: you know
0: our troubles you know the things that we have said unto you and we know that you you hear each one of us and you deal with our concerns you will answer our prayers and we know that you have already answered some of them thank you for the prophecy we Lord, we thank you. And we we pray that we shall give you chance to just move among us. As our brother was warning us, that we, we control ourselves such that we, we, we walk reverently so that you can be able to walk among us and help us and speak to us. We are we we are, we know Heavenly Father that it's just like when we were when, when you are on earth. We are just a crowd. We are just a congregation of people. Just like the ones that you are preaching to. And we pray that you shall sit at your feet as you talk to us and you work among us. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We pray that you help us now as we speak your word. Give us the wisdom that comes from thee. Help us to to, to just just to just talk as the oracles of God. That we do not misrepresent your thoughts among the people. But we shall preach the truth. And you will bless your people. Build faith in us, dear God, to believe you. We are so need the Heavenly Father. We commit ourselves to you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen. Let's pre- Let's read. And the servant returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Saturn as lightning fall from heaven. Uh, behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. You can be seated while
1: the brother reads in the local language. Okurgomiguru, Nascorpio, Nanaman Amen. So, my message
0: is Effects of the Holy Ghost. Amen When the Holy Spirit comes What effects do we see? What do we see on a person That says that they have received the Holy Ghost Or a people that say that the Holy Spirit is with us So when you look at them What do you see? Amen. Amen. Now, the Holy Spirit is I believe the mightiest force that has ever hit the earth. You can talk about the atomic bomb. That fell in uh, in Japan and the effect it had on the world. Effects that are even being felt today. You can talk about a big raging fire that can consume a whole city. You can Talk about a flood. Rains that will cause a mudslide. That is capable of sinking a whole country. Or even an earthquake that can destroy large parts of of the earth. All those are powerful forces. But there has never been a power that has a great effect like the Holy Ghost. It's a powerful force. Now uh, let me just give you a few examples. Just to demonstrate its power. They have tried to hit to 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 boil or or to, to burn up the Holy Ghost. See? They take a furnace, a furnace of fire. <laughs> and they heat it. But they put firewood or whatever they were using or coal or whatever they were using in those days. Until when you if you put anything there, it would melt away in a minute. Even the men who are throwing these Christians into the fire. The Bible says that seven of them were killed. But then when the Holy Ghost was put into the fire. The fire had no heart on them at all. They put a man. John the Divine, they put it in the vat of grease, the boiling vat of grease. And they put him there for 24 hours. Now, ordinarily. I don't believe you would even have the bones remaining. He would have turned to liquid. But after 24 hours when they opened the lid he was there praising God. See? There was a time Brother Branham was shooting with a gun. And it was a in itself it was a bomb uh, it was in itself it was a bomb yeah because he narrated that it was such a powerful gun I think you know the story uh, those of you who know it it was it was a gun a powerful gun that they were trying to convert into a uh, You know, they were trying to convert one gun to another type. That was very powerful. But when he shot, when he pulled the trigger, the barrel went 50 yards front. front, Yeah, the front part. And the back part went 50 yards behind. Doctors were treating him the doctors who were treating him, they said that if the Lord was not there, he would have no head or shoulders. It would have blown his head and shoulders off. But the Holy Ghost was there. It is able to withstand the bomb. Talk about changing lives the Holy Ghost can take the vilest man call him a witch call him a murderer, call him anything let the Holy Ghost strike that man within a minute he will be like a little lamb harmless I mean harmless see it has a great effect. The Holy Spirit can take a man who has died and rotted. Four days rotted. I don't know if you are standing there and to see the effect on the body, on that body of Lazarus. He is dead. He is rotted. If you are there watching, what would you see? You would see the tissues being reconstructed. Amen. See? Such a power. And within a minute, the man is out coming out walking. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And it has so many things. Yes. And it is a wonderful. Listen. It's a wonderful gift. Next yes. That has been promised to men. Yes. See? Mm. And the prophet said yes. that God wants to give us to give it to us so much. Yes. The way he described it. It is something unbelievable. It is something like, he said, it's something like, if you take all the oceans of the world, and you press all all that water into a pipe that that is one foot long. Can you imagine what a pressure it, it, would, it, would it would have. He says, that is the kind of pressure <laughs> which the Holy Ghost is having, wanting to come into us. He wants to give it to us so bad. You think you are desperate? God is more desperate. Amen. And it is offered. It has been offered. It has been preached. It has been given to people. Some of them receive it. Like our brother. Some of them don't receive it. And for those who receive it. It has different effects. Those are the effects that we want to look at. Now, the Holy Ghost, some, some people want it just for the, I don't know, there are many reasons why you don't get it. Because the prophet said that it is sparingly given. Let me repeat that again We offer it We preach it And we say it is there for you to receive But in the message of the token The prophet said it is sparingly given It is not given to many people See? It is just for a chosen few people. See, these are sobering things. So it's not a question of just shouting and, and, y- and, and acting in a certain way, jumping around okay. uh, and, until you receive it. No, no, no. no. It is sparingly given. And that is why you should try to fulfill the conditions of receiving it. Some of them want it just because of the power and the glory that goes with it. With the fame of having received the Holy Ghost. See? If you look in the Bible, in the book of Acts, you will see a, an interesting story there. <laughs> see, a guy called Simon. Simon. He wanted the Holy Ghost. Simon, In fact, fact, he wanted to give to, to be. He wanted to be like. Uh, to have a gift. <laughs> that whosoever he he, he lays hands <laughs> on receives the Holy Ghost. Now, and that spirit has never died. There are people that seek the glory and the fame that comes with it. Hmm. Maybe, maybe you have read it. Let's just read it. Uh, Acts chapter 8, 17. See? This is talking about the ministry of Paul. Or rather Peter. When he went to Samaria. See? Then laid they their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. And when Simon saw that through the laying on of the Apostles' hands the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me also this power, that on whomsoever I lay hands, he may receive the Holy Ghost. Ahonaho,
1: Simon, Quia Revere, Bahibo Morquera, Ahavok Tabo Hengaro, Zentuma, Yazretera,
0: Empiha, Najerati, Nanya Mumpama Naga, Wenunda Te Hengaro, Ahewe O Morquera. But Peter said unto him, Thy money perish with thee, because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter. For thy heart is not right with God in the, in the sight of God. Mm-hmm. Repent therefore of this thy wickedness and pray God if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. For I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. Mm-hmm.
1: So, in Mugabo, no quakua or quatan sunny to Omachigan Beach, a Hawakua or Mutumagua to Guriji or Meshugan, Hanga. Now, wait you, O yeti say, O Buwawo, O Shabim Kama, Shana, a cauxa,
0: Sara, Kori or Erukshara, No Munkomo, Zovi so you can have people who are in the bond of iniquity and wickedness but they are seeking the holy
1: ghost see
0: and they have no business with it see blessed be the name of the lord your heart has got to be right with God. And people can deal with it. Yeah. They yeah. can talk about it. Yeah. See? Even when they have no business with it. People, people who are, are wicked. wicked. Brother, Brother Branham, yeah. in his first uh, encounter with the Pentecostals, yeah. and with the Holy Ghost, yeah. that was the first time for him to come in contact with in close contact with the Holy Ghost. On people. On people. <laughs> he had received the Holy Ghost, I believe. Yeah. Himself, but he didn't know how. He didn't know about it. <laughs> but when he came among the Pentecostals, <laughs> uh, he found a man there. We will talk about him a little later. And this man was manifesting the Holy Ghost. He would speak in tongues. He would prophesy. And it was the true Holy Ghost. But the man was an adulterer. He was a drunkard. He was a smoker. He would curse. He would Curse, cursing. Few Fu- Fu- words coming from his mouth. But when he arrives in church. He is a champion of the Holy Ghost. Now. So it is very very necessary. For us to learn about what the Holy Spirit
1: does. And its effects on people
0: now the the core of my message so that we can understand the the the, the it, is based on this that a human being like you and me we are a triune being See? You have the body. You have the spirit. And you have the soul. I think we all know that. Now, these three realms of our being are completely separate from each other. Right? Amen. They are complete or not separate, but they are completely independent of of each other. They are completely independent. One has nothing to do with the other as far as the Holy Ghost is concerned. Even in the ordinary uh, works, some they have nothing to do with each other. For example, you can have your body completely filled with devils of of sickness. But your spirit and your soul is completely okay with God. We know that sickness is of the devil, isn't it? And we know that when somebody is sick, you know that they have a demon. In the body, isn't it? If you say you have malaria, the doctors have just called it malaria. But the thing is that they have a demon. The demon is not in your soul. It's on your body. See? And you can have a person With a demon in their spirit But the, the soul Is okay this is where the problem is. This is Aha. where a big problem is. Yeah. You can have somebody with a demon in their spirit. No. But their soul is okay. okay. And you can have somebody with a demon in their soul. No. But the spirit is
1: fine.
0: Let me tell you. One can even die. When, your body, when you die. What has died? It's your body. But your soul is alive somewhere. Your spirit is alive. There are some people. Their souls are dead. But their body is living. And their spirit is living. But the soul is dead. I wanted to hammer this later. But <inaudible> now, <inaudible> let me see. if you are sinning, <inaudible> if you are a fornicator, <inaudible> or an adulterer, <inaudible>
1: see, <inaudible>
0: like it was being described, <inaudible> you, you keep on sinning. <inaudible> see, I think Bra- Gwadaru was saying that yesterday. <inaudible> and <inaudible> then you come and repent. <inaudible> repent, make things right. <inaudible> you wife and maybe to to other people. And because you know that you have control over the people, you can predict they are going to forgive you. So you just, there is a difference between repentance and apologizing. Amen. So you just apologize and you call it repentance. Now because repentance Means you won't do it When your sin is forgiven By the blood of Jesus Christ It touches your conscience. It sweeps your conscience. (laughs) It purges the conscience. (laughs) And you can't do it again. (laughs) But if you are just apologizing, (laughs) manipulating people's (laughs) people's thoughts, (laughs) just manipulating because you know (laughs) that they are compelled by the word to forgive you and then you use that let me tell you your soul is dead you are still dead in your sins but your spirit may be alive because you can be able to preach can be able to do things, godly things. But by your actions, you you know that, you you, you show that your soul is dead. Just because you, I'm going ahead of my sermon. Just because you can be able to be anointed and preach. And speak words of wisdom. And preach mysteries. That has nothing to do with your soul. The soul is dead. Now let me, let me quote. Now this message called faith. Uh, the prophet says. Eh? Now, you know, when Jesus died on the cross, his soul descended into hell and preached to the souls that were in prison that repented not in the long-suffering days of Noah. His body went to the grave. But before he died, he committed his spirit in the hands of God. Saying, into thy hands I commit my spirit. So you see, his spirit went to God, his soul went to hell, uh, his body went to the grave. In other words, Jesus on the cross, in the process of his death, His being split into three. His spirit to God. His soul to hell. His body to the grave. Now, he says, now the soul... Is that part of you who knows and understands your intelligence? You remember the vision I had not long ago? No, I don't know that you are getting it. You are looking at me. See? And you are conscious you are here. What is that part of you that understands and knows and can reason that I can talk to? That is your soul. When you die, that part of you that is conscious it leaves your body. You go the way you are. Just like now, Now, most of you are more than five years old. But do you feel old? You are the same person. You, You may be old, but you don't feel old. Inside of you, you are still the young boy that was there. You remember what you are doing. See? You know it's you. And you are conscious it was you. Raghuadaro was telling us yesterday something he did when he was 13 years old. And we were laughing at him. Wondering how this man that we know now the activities he did when he was 13. Because the two don't marry. But he remembers vividly. It was me. See. Because that's your soul. Now when you die. You just go. Just the way you you. you, you Just the way we live now, Port Photo. And I go back to Kenya. That's the same way we go. You leave your body there. And and you go. go. You. Now that is your soul. The conscious part of you. But the body. We know it. We see it. It's the one that is affected by age. And as I said, those three parts are separate from each other. Or rather, they are independent of each other. Not but really separate. Now, where no, is that good? Would have be nice for... Okay. Uh, now, his spirit went to God. His, soul went to the grave, his body went to the grave now that spirit that was in him are you in verse in seven the seventh um in paragraph seven Uh no just move a little bit i wanted verse verse seven i know what happened i jumped several verses i went to verse seven that's what i wanted to read Because I wanted to show you from this quotation (inaudible) the same thing that happens to Jesus is the same thing with us. (inaudible) We (inaudible) have the same makeup. Mm. Uh It's all huh. No. No, this is verse 2. I wanted verse uh, can Let me read it, then you can catch up. Now the soul is that part of you who knows and understands your intelligence. You remember the vision that I had not long ago. Or the little translation went into that place and saw those people. In other words, when the when this prophet went to that place, what went there? It was his soul. He had left his body on the, on the bed. Are you with me? See. Okay. Now. Um, now your Spirit. We will come back to that body. That kind of a body. The soul. Which is a body that does not have to eat. And so forth. Now the soul. When it left the body. It could not. uh, Float in space. Are we together? When it left this body it does not float in space without a form. But God has prepared the body, a body for it. That's what Brother Keith was calling the theophany. Are you with me? So when you live, when you die here, your soul, just like we can, you can, you can, you, you know, you, you leave your body here on earth. The soul gets into the theophany. It's a body. and that body does not have to eat. It does not sleep. Amen. It's just there. Wow. See. Those pyophanies of the people who died long ago, thousands and thousands of years. They never sleep. They never eat. They never drink. They never get tired. They never get bored. See, it's their souls are living there. See. Now, he says. If this earthly tabernacle be dissolved, we have one already waiting. A celestial body. And with that spirit, that soul and the celestial body you raise again with this natural body for the great millennium. That's another big topic. But I think. Brother Keith also talked about it. See that in the resurrection, that theophany, that soul, in that theophany, shall come back on earth and it will take your body. This body will go to the grave and it will rot. It will go back to dust. But whatever it Formed part of you. It will recollect itself again. And the theophany will pick that cloud of dust. The theophany. Plus this natural body. Makes the glorified body. Now the glorified body. Can be able to eat. That is why when Jesus resurrected, his soul came from hell and went to the grave. His spirit came from God. Right? Mm. Came to what? And the theophany came from hell. It it had to go to the grave. To pick up the body. His body had not turned back to dust. It was still fresh. So it picked up that body. And it became the glorified body. That's why. When he, when he joined the disciples, he could be able to ask for a fish and honey. And he ate it. That is why he that is what he said. You see, it is me. Because a spirit does not eat. In other words, I'm not a theophany. It is me who has risen from the dead. My body is not in the grave. Because the proof I can be able to eat. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So those are the three parts. That constitute our being. See? And the three of them are completely independent of each other as far as the Holy Ghost is concerned. Now, let's look at the body first. We shall talk about the Holy Ghost in each of these compartments. Now, Let me tell you, I don't know how it is here in Uganda, but in Kenya, we have a lot of people, a lot of believers, who don't believe about receiving the Holy Ghost the way we teach it. They say it's not necessary, as long as you believe the message. You are okay. You don't need anything else. Some of them get people from the water after baptism. And they, they emphasize: sister, you don't need anything else. You are okay. See? You are complete the way you are. If I were you, I would leave that pastor. Because he is not taking you anywhere. Unfortunately, if you don't believe me, you will find out when it is too late. This is not politics. This is eternal life. Amen. Amen. There's a difference between politics and eternal life. That man is telling you a lie. The prophet never taught it that way. The Bible never taught it that way. They just have complicated theories. <inaudible> and they take all the power away from the from the church. <inaudible> and they divert people from going to heaven. <inaudible> See? Exactly. <inaudible> you need the Holy Ghost. Now we shall talk about the Holy Ghost <inaudible> in these three, comp- three these, these three sections of you. What do we see? What effects do we see on your body? Now, I was saying that these guys who preach it that way, when they see the Holy Spirit being manifested, they despise it. They say, ah, that's just on the body. Or that's just on the spirit. What what, what matters is the spirit in your soul. If it was not important, then God would not have any effect on the body. In other words, what I'm telling you. And is that the Holy Spirit is wonderful. In whichever section. Of your being. It, It inhabits. It has powerful effects on the body. It has powerful effects on your spirit. And it has powerful effects on your soul. And all those effects are wonderful. And they are essential. Amen. Amen. And they are to be accepted (laughs) and received. (laughs) Mm. Now, (laughs) number one, (laughs) when the Holy Spirit comes on your body, (laughs) it takes all the effects of the power of sin maybe you are a smoker now if you are a smoker this is the effect of smoking on your body when you start smoking nicotine gets into your your blood system at first when you are starting to smoke you may not be able to bear, to finish even one stick of a cigarette. It will almost kill you. But as you continue, your body starts get, it gets addicted to it. And you can withstand more and more and more. Until you can, you can, you can finish. I've seen somebody who smokes two packets of cigarettes a day. Forty. Now if you get that person And you take the cigarettes from him He can even die Because his body is so used to smoking That it cannot function without smoking Now if you are a smoker If there is anybody who is a smoker here Don't let anybody tell you that you cannot do without smoking. Yes, you cannot now. Let me tell you, your body is a very good servant of yours. It it obeys what you tell it. If it learns from you, that you want cigarettes, it will adjust its, its, its systems so that it, it, it can accommodate what you want. So your heart adjusts itself. It's not made to take cigarettes. It's not. It is not created. It's not made. Ah. To- But when you you continue giving it cigarettes It adjusts its systems All the hormones in the heart and everything It it adjusts adjusts itself Because it has learned That you, the master You want cigarettes now, when it does not get cigarettes, it starts complaining. It starts beating. Ah, give me cigarettes! Give me cigarettes! Give me cigarettes! Because it has obeyed you. But you are destroying it. Marijuana and all the drugs of addiction. That's all there. There is a demon in the body. Now, let me tell you. When the Holy Ghost comes. It takes all those powers. And it heals the body. Amen such that even if somebody offers you cigarettes, let me tell you, the, the Holy Ghost knows the holy things of God. The Holy Ghost is an intelligence. It reorganizes the hormones. Until the craving goes away. Brother Branham talked about two men. One was a smoker. Or rather, both of them were smokers. One of them, he tried to stop. He tried and to tried stop. And
1: tried.
0: Now, when he came to himself, because he had he had made up his mind he would not smoke they found him outside the house completely out of his mind and he was beating a can can with a stick like a child completely out of his mind when they got him from there the first thing he did was buy cigarettes then he came back to his senses properly. the power of smoking the demon could not release him another one he was, a, he, was he was a smoker and he brother Branham uh, tried to get him to give his life to Christ and, uh, and he, he you know He said, now I cannot stop smoking. Brother Branham told him, no, I I didn't tell you to stop smoking. I just told you to give your life to Christ. He said, and continue smoking? Yeah, what happens after that? I didn't talk about it. But just give your life to Christ. Somehow the man got convinced. He gave his his life to Christ. And he continued smoking for a while. Then he got delivered. After a short time he got delivered. And Brother Branham went and bought for him a carton of cigarettes. To get to him. No, no, no. no, no, Amen. Those are the effects of the Holy Ghost. Amen. See. They take whatever habits. That you have. Whatever the body. Had been enslaved into doing. You see this kind of people that can never stop from adultery because it is also a demon. Do you know it's a demon? Let me give you a hint. I wish I could be able to speak on demonology. There is a brother. And he was a pastor. See. When he believed the message. He was. He believed. The only, the only form of message he knew. He was converted from the world by these people who believe polygamy. They are the ones who baptized him. So the only form of message he knew was polygamy. And they convinced him that those of us who don't believe polygamy, we do not understand the message, and we boast boast a lot and a so lot. he really hated other believers but somehow God gave me favor with him he respected me and then he came to ask me about that doctrine and then I talked to him about it and I convinced him that it was wrong And when when he he understood that it was wrong, he started trembling. What shall I do? How shall I drop it? Those things, they fill people with a lot of fear. I told him, you got to go back to your pastor. He was a pastor, but he was working under another pastor. Who taught him polygamy. So I told him there is no way about it. You've got to go and tell him. You have realized that he is following a wrong doctrine. When he went to tell the pastor. He got so scared. He started trembling. And he ran away. Literally running away. And he never told him. When he came back to tell me the story, I just laughed at him. And I told him, no, gather courage and, and go and tell him. Now, a few days later, he was seated somewhere in a park. Now, this is his story. This is his testimony. And when he was there, thinking about this, and say, God help me, he He told me that he felt from his body coming things that sounded like birds. You know the sound that if you have a group of birds on a tree and they fly away at once, that roar of their wings, he felt that kind of a roar on his body. And he felt very light. <laughs> and from there, he became very bold. I <laughs> now what was that that left him? <laughs> These are demons. I <laughs> mean, see you, see, you see people coming <laughs> quoting the message. No, <laughs> so the prophet said, <laughs> "He he can, but she can't." And they are just full of demons. So, uh, there, there are things I could say. We are in a mixed multitude. Let <laughs> me But these guys, these doctrines, see, we were discussing about it, other ministers. This is not just ordinary polygamy the ordinary polygamy is what our forefathers used to practice but these are demons our forefathers one would have a wife they would even discuss with with the wife that she gets another young woman and they agree and everything is okay. But these are fellows on the rampage. They are just, they are just, hey, I don't know how you can, can interpret the rampage. is a demon on them. Other people's wives. Some of them even go by prostitutes. They watch pornography. You want to call it polygamy? That's That's a dears, those are hideous demons. And once it has a hold of you, even physically, you will not be able to get away from it. See? You won't. You won't. They are just drunk with it. Now, let me tell you. Give that guy the Holy Ghost. It takes all that addiction away. Brothers, <laughs> sisters that are not able to get away from lust, you need the Holy Ghost on your body. It will make you pure. The effects of sin. What what seems difficult. It it, it just goes away. You have no desire. (laughs) Your eyes are holy. Do you get me? These are the effects of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is not just jumping. But it has a powerful effect on the body. It makes the body holy. Now, the Holy Ghost Before you believe, or even after believing, you see these fellows, they cannot be able to withstand even a small meeting. You put them in church, you preach a a long time, they start dozing. They cannot withstand a long meeting. Even their minds, they cannot be fixed on the topic for long enough their minds start wandering they cannot read the bible after just a short time they get so tired they cannot listen to the message for long see they just get tired and bored hey The Holy Ghost on your brain. The Holy Holy. Ghost on your body. It refreshes you. You can stay in the meeting. For a long time. Feasting. It may make you read the Bible. Long chapter after chapter. It has captured your attention. See? Mm. I remember when I got the Holy Ghost. When, when I met the message. I was living alone. See, as a young man, I was living alone at home. My family was living in the My mother and brothers, sisters. We were all living in the city. And I I was living alone at home. See? Now, when I, I remember passing the tab- when I was passing the table, <laughs> and there was this message called The Restoration of the Bride Tree. You know that it's a thick book. No matter Now, I remember, Pastor, Bride Tree, what is this? So I sat down. Then let me read I flipped a few pages Now something captured me It was around 5 o'clock in the evening I was getting up from that chair At 5 a.m. in the morning See? Something captured me And it took me away and I was in the clouds I never even saw time passing. Until the following morning. That's the Holy Ghost. In other words. It makes you, it gives you power It gives your body power To be able to serve God's purpose It cleanses your body from all addictions Anything 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 that the the devil may have put on you It gives you power to overcome it See? It gives you power to be able to pray. You can stay on your knees. Your mind fixed on God. And you can pray and pray and pray. See? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Some of you people, you claim to have the Holy Ghost. You claim to have the Holy Ghost. But you don't pray. See? You cannot be able to go to church or go to a place to pray in the bush or something for hours. You don't torture your body. You love your blankets. You love your beds. And you seek comfort, the comforts of this life. See? If the Holy Ghost was or took that body of yours, It is the same Holy Ghost that got on people's bodies and they don't even feel the pain of fire. Amen. If the Holy Ghost had that effect, why can't that effect have an effect Of getting somebody away from bed. Away from sleep. Or even away from food. Amen. The Holy Ghost gives you power. To serve God's purpose. See. That's what we need. That's what we need to see. Not just jumping around. Not just making noise. But you want to see the Holy Spirit on the church. They are able to have meetings. You are able to sit and eat the word of God. You will make another church. That was in the book of Acts. If you have a power on your pulpit. He can be able to preach to you the whole night. Amen. See. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's the Holy Ghost on your body. See. You cannot have people saying. No, there was a quotation I wanted to read, but always, in the in the message of uh, what was the Holy Ghost give. What is the Holy Ghost? Oh. I can't, if I cut my, if I, if I keep my hair long, no, I, I scratch, it itches, everything. When the Holy Ghost comes in, <laughs> all those excuses go away. <laughs> you let the hair grow. <laughs> See? Mm. Amen. Amen. Yeah, and all those other effects that I talked about, I have to finish. I have to rush so that I can finish. Yeah. The Holy Spirit on the body. It gave Samson superhuman strength. Amen. It gave made people be able to withstand fire. And all those things. (inaudible) Romans chapter 12. We won't read read it because of time. It says, give your bodies (inaudible) as a living sacrifice. (inaudible) (inaudible) When the Holy Ghost receives your bodies, then he is able to use you. He (inaudible) is able to use your time. He (inaudible) is able to use your strength and makes you live like a christian takes the last and the addictions of this life now let's look at the, the spirit now to be able to to make um, to understand your spirit the manifestations of your spirit let me read a quotation here. Uh, from the fourth seal. Now, uh, paragraph two eighteen. Did you ever notice me when I have a designing line? I'll say something will make people laugh. Then I'll say something that makes people cry. Then I'll say something make them angry. Then I've got something spotted out. I've got something spotted out. I'll say something to see how it takes. See what kind of a light is over them. And what takes place. Then I know where he is at. I know whether he's calling or not. Search whether it's it's, it's how it's responding.
1: And then
0: there sits a genuine believer.
1: And I call them
0: out. In other words, but the manifestations of your spirit is, is how you respond to situations. If we want to understand what kind of a spirit you have, we provoke you. Say something that would make you angry. That's what the that's what the prophet was saying. To discern what kind of spirit this is. Something to provoke you to anger. You know, there are some people who never get angry. They bear with situations, just, comes, just takes it nicely, sweet, sweetly, like that. It takes a long time to get them angry. There are others who are so short-tempered. The moment you say something they don't like, they can't listen to you anymore. Get up and bang the door on you. That's that kind of a spirit. In other words. The spirit. Is that emotional part of you. There are some people who never laugh. Something. That's what the prophet said. He would say something that should make you laugh. But. There are some people who don't laugh. <laughs> they don't see anything funny. <laughs> Yet there are some people who laugh. Laughing <laughs> is good for your health. You <laughs> know. I don't know that you know that. Now, it depends on your spirit. Now, we are talking about the effects of your <speaking> spirit. Spirit. In other words, <speaking> Uh, As the prophet said. The spirit is manifested. By reasoning.
1: Your
0: memory. Your imagination. Affection. And your your conscience. Conscience. Now. Now. There are some people. I, I told you, it's like the emotional part of you. Take about sex, for example. Conscience. Conscience is that part of you that feels hurt when you say when you do something that is wrong. You feel bad about it. You feel pain. You feel sorry. You'll feel grieved. Now there are some people who have a very, very soft conscience. They do something wrong. And it condemns them. They get depressed. They will come asking for forgiveness. Even when you forgive them, they are still not sure. They repent with tears. And there are some other people who are like stones. They do ugly, ugly things. But they just explain it away. When
1: Diplomacy. And you
0: see, they I are not that. that's a manifestation of the spirit. What kind of spirit you have? Now, what I'm is that the Holy Spirit has an effect on your spirit. When it comes on your spirit, yeisha moyo spirit. It 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 comes, for example, <inaudible> if it comes on your conscience, <inaudible> that's why you that's why people as are able <inaudible> to live a Christian life. <inaudible> that is what the preacher is depending on. <inaudible> as he works on the people, He is depending on the power of the Holy Spirit on your conscience to to convict you. See? Blessed be the name of the Lord. When you see somebody who is able to commit sin and it doesn't bother them, he is able to take a man's wife Destroy the home And he continues on Doesn't bother him (laughs) And then claims to have the Holy Ghost Forget
1: about about them.
0: That is a conscience Seared with a hot iron It is a conscience That is dead See? Brothers, let me tell you, let it never be on your record that you ever defiled a girl. Because when you do that, you have affected that girl the rest of her life. She will never get away from me. But some brothers, So so called, they defile girls who are just believing. There are some pastors. They defile their members. Some of them backslide. They destroy souls. And the man says he has the Holy Ghost. There is a a devil in that man's spirit. You destroy people that Jesus Christ died for. It will be very hot on the judgment day <inaudible> for such people. See? It should never be on your record <inaudible> if the Holy Spirit can t- is on your spirit. <inaudible> See? It makes it so sharp <inaudible> you are so scared of sin because the whole of heavens is watching you. See, let me tell you. Recently, I think it was last week. We had the wedding of Brother Guadaro's son. Now, and in the wedding, it was a very, very wonderful wedding. See, Where we could feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. Now, I watched when the bride was coming in after the bridegroom has come in and other people like that and people are waiting for the bride to come in and she was just marching majestically and somehow somehow in the meeting all the eyes were on the bride. Then when I watched her there I got an inspiration. I even punched the ministers that we were sitting, sitting they, they didn't understand why I was so, so excited. But this is the thought that struck me. Now, the marriage is not yet on. Uh, but the bride is coming in. <laughs> and all the eyes are on the bride. <laughs> And I wondered. Now the 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 creation knows. Everything knows. Nature knows that the bride should appear any moment. Who is the bride? They look at the Catholics. They no, 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 no. They look at Pentecostals. Ah, no, no, no. Now I'm sure they can see the signs of the bride on you. See? And let me tell you the eyes of the creation. All the eyes of heaven. All the angels. They are watching our conduct. Here on earth. They are watching us. They are watching how we live with our wives at home. They are watching how we work. They are watching how we do business. All the eyes are on. The heavens and earth are looking at us. See? Then, if it is that way, how can your conscience be so dead that you know you are grieving heaven? And you don't care about it. You just go around politicking. Politicking. Politics. See? Mm. And attacking servants of God. Mm. See? I'm quoting what the pastor was saying. See? God is here. And we are trying to to we are trying to like we are like John the Baptist. See? Preparing a way for the Lord to come and bless his people. See? And then you are standing in the way. See? Now, the Holy Spirit touches the conscience of the believer. And makes it very sharp. The Holy Spirit touches the memory of the believer. They just be, be, remember the good things. See? Mm. That is why when we are preaching, the Holy Spirit, you remember the scripture. You remember the scripture. You remember, the scripture you remember. You remember. remember examples. And inspires us to, to speak. Give, let me tell you. Gifts of the Spirit, they work work at the the Spirit level. Amen. And let me say this: repeating what I said in the beginning, they have nothing to do with the soul. You can have somebody, a preacher. I'll quote if I get time, because I can see time is running away. I don't know why I'm not able to go fast. But you can have a person anointed as bringing scriptures, bringing things, speaks in an inspired way. Because when we speak like this, it is the spirit of prophecy. Okay. You believe that? That's what the prophet said. Anointed speaking is the spirit of prophecy. It was in the same spirit, it was the same spirit that was, that was inspiring the Old Testament prophets. Discerning the thoughts of the people and speaking it. See? That's why the prophet used to say that the New Testament prophet is a preacher. A true anointed preacher. The same spirit. Is that right? Hey, People are scared of admitting it. These these are not my words. Ministers, is that true? that's what the prophet taught us that's the message or you don't want to say it when it applies to us it applies to us you know you know the bible says that in malice in malice 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 Be children. You be children. But in understanding, be men. That's right. Now, I'm saying that that has nothing to do with the That's all. That's why I say you can preach like an archangel. But you are not even saved. You are still a sinner. But I'm just saying that the effect of the Holy Spirit on your spirit. It affects those channels. Now, it affects your, your your affection. The affection is that part of you that either likes something, loves people, hates people. That depends on your Affection. Your spirit. The type of spirit you have. Now, when the Holy Spirit comes on your affection, it makes you love God. It makes you love church. It makes you love Christians. And it makes you hate sin. It makes you hate the things that God hates. And love the things that God loves. See? It is the one that changes our attention. There is a man. Uh, we were in college together. He came to my room. And he saw some message books. He quickly threw them away as if. As if he has touched items of witchcraft. And he was a Christian. I have never forgotten that. Brother. Something makes you hate the prophet. Hate hate the the message. message. See? Now, if the Holy Spirit was there, you would love your Bible. You would love the message. The message would not be would not be something that you loathe. I'm talking about reading it, listening to it the Holy Spirit will make it such such a way that when you listen to the voice of the prophet you get a good feeling I believe that anybody in this age that the Holy Spirit is, is, is dealing with he will love the prophet that's right. Amen. Because how can you how can you listen to something that you hate? See? Mm. Blessed be the name of the Lord. <laughs> you see how when we were teenagers, <laughs> you would love the wildly books. You love wildly books. Novels, reading novels, novels. You cannot go home, we cannot go to sleep without reading James Hartley Chase. Or some other romantic books. You sleep with it. That's how you love the Bible. When the Holy Spirit comes on your spirit. You love. Some of you that say you love, you have the Holy Ghost. you you have the Holy Ghost. But you have no... You are very indifferent when it comes comes to listening to the message. See? There is something wrong with your experience. See? When the Holy Spirit strikes there, it will make you love the things that God loves. It will be like your food. You see this is I told you. That the Holy Spirit will enable you to live a Christian life. There's a power. That will do that. Now and there are so many things we can say now let me go to the soul so that I can finish there are many things that I'm leaving out because I'm conscious that you are hungry and we have another meeting now but I I hope you get the general idea now When the Holy Spirit comes on your soul, the soul has two functions. Either faith or doubt. It will make you believe the word. I mean, the the soul has the function of either believing the word or doubting it. Now when the Holy Spirit comes there in the soul, it will make you believe the word. Now I want to say, to say it this way. It is not just agreeing with it. It is not just acknowledging it. But you actually believe it. Now, believing it will be seen whether you are acting on it. See? Mm-hmm. Now, this is a very deep area. And I don't want to delve into it. It's, I don't want to, 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 to dig into it. But there is a very deep, very deep
1: mm-hmm.
0: And I don't have time to to teach it in the way I would like to. But there is a very deep area that when the Holy Spirit is comes into your into your soul. You see, if you, for example, if you say that you believe. That people should receive the Holy Ghost. And you say Amen to it. It's because you acknowledge that the Bible says it. But what about you yourself? See? Whatever. Is that sin in your life? Do you, you believe? You believe prayer is important? Everybody will say amen to that. But to be seen that you actually believe it is when prayer is like your food. Some people say they believe Jesus is coming soon. Yeah, they believe it because the Bible says it. And because everybody says it. And if, say, if they say anything different, people will think they are mad. So they generally just say, yeah,
1: coming soon.
0: But they They are not preparing for it. See? Mm. That's what I mean. When the Holy Ghost comes there, Um, you own the word. It's It's mine. See? Mm. You own it. Now, let me give you an example. Uh, In a hospital that I was working in, I was a
1: supervisor.
0: And as a supervisor, you would have, uh, you are looking at how people are working, the time they are reporting to work, and all that because you are answerable. So, during winter, that was in Botswana. During winter, Um, it was very cold. At 7.30, when people are supposed to return to work, to come to work, it is dark. It is still dark and it is biting cold, so It is a place where it gets so cold that, ice, that water sometimes does not run in the pipes. It becomes frozen. So when you are coming to work you really suffer. So everybody used to come late when the sun is a bit warm. Uh, But in the clocking, they would clock at the time they came in. you come at 9 o'clock. But you write. You write lies. You said no, I came at 7.30. Everybody writes 7.30. And you are watching. You know they came
1: late. So people are waiting. Patients are waiting. Services
0: get late. There's a lot of complaints. And we are being harassed by the bosses. So So what we did, we put a timer, and the timer is set that it takes your fingerprint fingerprint and records what time you came in. Then people are saying, "Ah, take, Take, take this machine away. We are really suffering. But you are telling us you
1: are coming at
0: seven thirty. No, no, take it away, take it away. It's very cold. We are suffering. Now, these guys, they don't want to obey the the, the rules. They want to cheat. Why? Because they are servants. But now, change the picture. Make them owners of the hospital. They are the ones now who, who are going to stand for the rules. Because they know they are going to benefit. <laughs> when now the Holy Ghost makes you the owner of the world. <laughs> you realize. This is our kingdom. I'm, Amen. A, I'm a child of God. Amen. When the word is broken. Oh I'm at a loss. We are losing. Oh blessed be the name of the Lord. So you own the word. You own holiness. See? You are concerned. Now you are a child of the king. This is your kingdom. Nobody needs to follow you around. Whether the pastor is there. Whether anybody is watching you. You are not a servant. You are a child. Amen. Now you become the supervisor. Now you are the one demanding righteousness. You don't have to explain away anything. See? Mm. But you are trying to command everywhere that the word is followed. You believe the word. Amen. Amen. Now, and uh, I have so many quotations here, but I will just I'll just leave them all. Uh, they can I'll just give you the idea. Now, this, the Holy Ghost in the soul is connected with adoption. You are on your way to being adopted as a son. See? Now, quickly, let me, let me finish by giving you the, the abnormalities that we see. The abnormalities. Sometimes you have the spirit, the flesh manifesting the spirit, but the, the spirit is not in the other parts of, your, of the being. the man or the woman is manifesting the spirit but he is the, the you don't see the spirit in other parts of his being now, let me quote what happened in Mishawaka the way that I was explaining before the, oldest, the, the prophet His experience in that place He was meeting the man That was, a, that was manifesting the Holy Ghost And he was a sinner uh, This is 550117 How the angel came to me and his commission See, Paragraph 109 He says I went out, looked all around. I thought, I'll find the other man. And when I found him, and started talking to him, I said, how do you do? He, he said, well, what church do you belong to? He said, they tell me you're a Baptist. I said, yep. And he said, you end the you ain't got the Holy Ghost, have you? I said, Well, I don't know. Nam He said, Ati. You ever spoke in tongues? I said, no, sir. Nam He said, You have you haven't got it. I said, Well, I know I haven't got what you all got. I know that. But I said, But my brother, I'm really wanting it where he said, well there is a pool ready there is a pool pool for, for baptism I said, I have been baptized but I haven't received what you all got. You got something that I really want. He said, That's fine. I was trying to catch him. And when I finally got his spirit, now this was the other man. If I ever talk to a low-down hypocrite. There was one of them. He was living with a... His wife was a black-headed woman. He was living with a blonde. Uh, He was... uh, Had two children by her. Look at the things he was doing. Drink. Curse ran to tevens tevens is bars (inaudible) nightclubs and (inaudible) everything else yet in there (inaudible) prophesying (inaudible) and speaking in tongues See, this was a sinner no spirit in his soul but when he comes to the meeting (inaudible) he is manifesting gifts And some people get confused. They see people manifesting gifts. And we pastors have sometimes a very hard time. Get somebody manifesting gifts. Even if tomorrow he does something wrong. In fact, what I have seen in our region here, if somebody starts manifesting a gift, from there the pastor is nothing. See? Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, if manifestation of gifts has nothing to do with your with your standing in God. Your walk with God. Your pastor is the one to guide you there. <laughs> Fear him. Respect him as a man of God. If God gives you a gift. Cling to your pastor. Honor him as a man of God. It does not make you above him. See? Hmm. He is one having the word. Blessing be the name of the Lord. And this was the guy. He was. He was. He was manifesting gifts. But a choncho. complete sinner. In another message, the prophet said he even asked him about it. But brother, the Holy Spirit shows me that you live, I don't know whether he used those words, that you are living in this way. The, the, the guy just looked at him and he ran away. Continued living that life. See? But he thinks the prophet doesn't have the Holy Ghost. See? The Holy Ghost is connected with Christian life. The whole of your being. That's why I'm saying these things. It makes you live a Christian life. Now, then, a preacher From the message of questions and answers, 6101.12. 6101.12, questions and
1: answers, uh,
0: paragraph 2.12. Now, a brother asks, How about the fruits of a preacher? Would that be That's preaching the word? And the prophet says, That the preacher still, if he stood up there and preached the word like an archangel, see, understood the mysteries of the Bible and make a very good pastor. Went around and visited the people went around and visited the people, and things like that, he could still be lost. He could do that. Hey. Are you with me? He could do a very good job as a pastor. And he could still be lost. Lost. Lost means he is a sinner. So when you see people acting like sinners, doing the same things as sinners, they are actually sinners. But they do a very good job. Because the gift is on the spirit. It has nothing to do with the soul. That's why I was telling you. That your soul could be dead. But your spirit is alive. The Holy Spirit can be in it. But there is a devil in your soul. The same way that you can have a devil on your body. You are sick. But your soul is okay. And your spirit is okay with God. See? Mm -hmm. These are the effects of the Holy Spirit. Now, and then, there are other quotations there. But I think I will stop there. Why he was saying. That you can love. And even love God, and you are lost. Are you getting me? You can love and even love God. Because love is affection. But your actions, you don't believe the word. I know you may ask me, but how can that be? Somebody loves God, but doesn't believe the word. There are some people who loved Jesus, but they didn't believe him. When he speaks, they, say, ah, they, would, say, they, would, re, they would react like this. Ah, we like this man, we love this
1: but man. But
0: I wish he could stop saying what he, he said. said. They feel grieved he is saying that way. Because they love him. But they have not given themselves over to his word. For him to guide them. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But when the Holy Spirit... Now let me tell you. you salvation... It's when you have the Holy Spirit in your soul. Without that. You are lost. You have to believe the word. Your life has to die. to, to, To go in tandem with the word. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now those are the effects of the Holy Spirit. So when we receive the Holy Spirit, <inaudible> when we, we, we want a display of power. <inaudible> power to do what? A man go the power to raise the dead, Amen. The, the power God. to heal the sick. Amen. That the Holy Spirit coming in its power, Amen. and just like it did Lazarus, Amen. reconstructing the tissues down Amen. The Amen. That are there, and bringing the body back to health. The only spirit on the spirit. Will make people fiery. Make people love God. Love each other. Mm. Love the word. To remove sin. And every, every evil thing. These enmities. That people have among them. The Holy Spirit comes and drives it all away. And when the Holy Spirit is on the soul, oh, the word is mine. (laughs) This kingdom is mine. You own it. You will not be pushed to go to church. You own the word. Nobody needs to follow you. God bless you so much. Amen.